Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bet the Greek. 866 801 90 funny, uh, 40 and, uh, <laughs> and it's not too funny. 940 wins. Miami Sports. <laughs> We are live. Crazy. Apologize for yesterday. I had some technical difficulties. Or Ricardo's ego is just too big. Uh, we got Joe Manzola calling us in a couple minutes. We got Ashley going to give us some NBA news. We got Drew Martin from Las Vegas. We got a lot going on today in the Greek Zone. We appreciate you guys uh, always being there for us. 866-801-0940. That's the number to call uh, to get involved in the program. Ricardo, how are you? Didn't talk to you yesterday, really, and I missed you. How are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. I'm ready for the draft tonight. We got Justin Herbert's new haircut, which looks ridiculous. Lots yeah. of stuff to talk about. Oh, you are such a prima donna. <laughs> I didn't see his haircut, to be honest with you, uh, but I'm sure it's pretty uh, bizarre. He looks there. like a 12-year-old boy, and it's pretty bad. Uh, I mean, the internet's having a lot of fun with it, but um, I mean, he, he has a great hairline. I'll give him that. You know, you got to compliment somebody if you're going to make fun of metal. Justin Herbert, yeah. Well, I, I got to check it out. But again, we got our boy Joe calling in a couple minutes, and uh, he's going to give us a little bit uh, some fantasy football, of what's happening there, and obviously some picks, which are always good. And then we got Ashley talking about the NBA. A lot of rumors going around. I hope, a couple of them here with the Heat that I'm not happy about, that I hope are not true. And then we got our boy calling us from Las Vegas at 4 o'clock. So we got a lot going on. Always in the Greek zone. Uh, you guys are always welcome to get involved. 866-801-0940 is the number to call. And, uh, you know, let us know what's going on. Let us know how you feel. Uh, Dolphins five in a row. Uh, and we got another uh, big game on Sunday against Denver. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reports going on in the NBA where the Rockets are talking to Wizards right now for Westbrook wall deal. I wouldn't mind seeing that because I think – both of those guys make way too much money. I hope the Heat don't go near either one of them, to be honest with you. Uh, Harden wants to turn down $50 million, and uh, I can't get gas right now, which blows my mind. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Joe, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Greek? What's going on, Ricardo? How you fellas doing? Good. Thanks for making an adjustment, fitness into you today. We appreciate it. Uh, let's jump right in in the NFL and one question people are starting to ask, and looking at their schedule might be true. I know Miami fans are not happy about this. Can the Steelers go 16-0? and Um, yeah, it's always possible. You know, you can, you can make a pretty strong argument that the Steelers are the most complete team in football right now. But, you know, it's, it's awfully hard to go 16-0. and It really is. Even against lesser opponents, 
you know, and especially with Pittsburgh, you know, with uh, eyes on the postseason, one to keep guys healthy, stuff like that. That's really the toughest thing to do about going undefeated is to stay healthy every game, have that full roster and full power every single game, and then also be strong enough and good enough to roll into the postseason to keep it going. So Pittsburgh doesn't strike me as the type of organization that would really angle to go 16-0. and I think the Super Bowl would be on their mind, and they would, you know, rest guys to make sure they're healthy, stuff like that. But if you're talking, are they capable? They absolutely are. Uh, what were some of the big headlines in the NFL last week as far as just, you know, matchups and obviously uh, fantasy football? Well, for fantasy football-wise, Alvin Kamara and Tom Brady were the two uh, biggest individual scorers of the weekend. But, you know, a lot of a lot of success from the usual suspects. Kyler Murray kept it going, uh, which obviously to the uh, delight of Cardinal fans and all his fantasy owners, that uh, Hail Mary was a yeah. nice little boost uh, for uh, the points there. Josh Allen had a big game. Josh Jacobs had a big game. Ben Roethlisberger had four touchdowns. You know, but you're starting to, you're starting to see some teams kind of – separate themselves and there's there's a definite like in the hunt group mm-hmm. and you know I, I would say just about a third of the league or more is just out of the race at this point and stuff like that so it's tough not to talk about the Miami Dolphins right now mm-hmm. I mean you're talking what five games five wins in a row yeah one of the hottest out. defenses in the NFL a special teams that keeps making plays and then you've got Tua Tagovailoa getting better every week making plays with his feet the accurate arm I, I, I can't help but just be juiced for Miami in general. It's a long time coming, but this team looks like it's going to have some staying power, not just for this year, but the future as well. You got a defense is uh, fifth in the league. I think they're allowing 20 points, 20.5 points a game, making some turnovers, uh, which always helps. They blocked the punt last week. So they're really doing well. I mean, they really are. I think a lot of people are surprised in Buffalo, where Buffalo is. Uh, you know, they got Buffalo last game of the year. Uh, that could be for the division, which would be unbelievable even thinking that. Uh, Rams playing the Bucks yeah. this week uh, with Brady. What do you think of that on Monday night? You know, I, I, I really like this matchup, but I'll tell you, you know, it's, it, it's, it's going to be interesting because if you look at the Rams' defense, the Rams might have the best defense in the NFC. We've been talking about Tampa's defense all year, but statistically the Rams are as tough to play – as anybody defensively in the NFL right now. And they're really doing a great job of limiting uh, fantasy points for quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. I mean, if, if you're going into a game with the Rams, it's, it's going to be a grind and it's going to be a struggle. Now, Tampa is a good matchup for them because Tampa has all that offensive firepower, but they also have a pass rush. And as we saw in the Dolphins game when they played the Rams, Jared Goff does not do well under pressure. If he's got a clean pocket and all day to throw, he's good to go, and he's going to light you up. But if there is one thing that can get to that kid, it's, it's definitely pressure. And with Jason Pierre-Paul and uh, uh, Barrett, uh, Shaq Barrett coming off the edges, man, that's as good a pass-rushing duo as you're going to find. So I, I think that's going to be a good game. It's going to be a very tight matchup. But I think the Bucks are going to ultimately take that one. The Arizona playing Seattle, Russell Wilson in a little bit of a slump. Uh, for Russell Wilson, not for anybody else. But three weeks ago, people were talking about him, MVP. Now they're talking about Murray. Russell just un, just not playing himself and throwing interceptions, uh, not like him at all. Yeah, you know, it's a part of that is just the ridiculously high level that he was playing earlier in the year. 
I mean, he's still playing very good football, and he's playing winning football. It's just when you've got when you've got statistically one of the worst defenses the NFL has ever seen, it's tough to win games on Sundays because Russell Wilson isn't going to be perfect every Sunday, and it turns out if he's not perfect, Seattle loses. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I will say that I do like the matchup for the Seahawks, though. It's uh, it's in Seattle. The Cardinals are coming off a huge emotional win. And if you look at these last two games that Arizona's won, man, you know, I, they, they, I don't want to say that they're getting lucky, but, like, the, the Bills won that football game. They went across yeah. the country. They went into Arizona, and they controlled the game for the most part, and they ultimately won at the end, but they, they gave up a fluke Hail Mary. You know, I, I think the Cardinals are in for a bit of a letdown game. A short week's always tough. And I just – I don't see Russell Wilson continuing a downward trend. He's just too good a football player. I think they're going to get back on track. Something that surprises me, talking to Joe Manzola, our fantasy football and NFL expert, is all you hear is MVP Russell Wilson, and then obviously you hear uh, Murray. And Mahomes is just lighting it up every week, not doing anything wrong, but nobody talks about him. Is it just because they expect him all the time to be great? Yeah, it's it's like, you know, it's the same reason that LeBron James isn't the MVP every year in the NBA. It's just, you know, it, it's one of those things that more people will throw out other names just to kind of differentiate themselves and just be like kind of hot take guys type of deal. At the end of the day, if if you take Pat Mahomes out of Kansas City, I think Kansas City's a fringe playoff team at best. At best. And... I mean, and that should tell you everything that you need to know right there because, I mean, this this kid's got them, you know, favorites to win the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. We've talked about it before. Had it not been for an offside call, we might be looking at three Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Kansas City playing the Raiders. I expect a lot of points in that game. Any matchups this week you're looking at that you think somebody's got an advantage to score some heavy points for fantasy players out there, Joe? Well, we already uh, we already kind of talked about – uh, a couple of the matchups already, but the the matchups I've highlighted this week are the six games that have playoff implications for both teams. You know, the Cardinals and the Seahawks Thursday night, they're both sitting at six and three. The Eagles and the Browns is a playoff game right there. The Eagles are currently in the lead of the NFC East, but the Giants are breathing down their neck and the Browns sitting at six and three are right in the thick of things in the AFC. So that's going to be an interesting game right there. Um, the Ravens and the Titans to me is, one of the games of the week because these are two very good teams that have fallen on pretty tough times and both teams kind of had their back against the wall and need a win right here. The Titans lost a huge divisional game to the Colts last week and the Ravens dropped a, a game in an absolute like monsoon of a football game uh, last Sunday night against the Patriots. So both of those teams are going to need to get, need to get back on the track. And I think Baltimore is ultimately going to be the team to do it. The Tennessee defense has been slipping lately and, I think Baltimore's going to be able to run the ball and throw the ball effectively against them. Um, the Packers-Colts is another really, really good game, maybe not for fantasy purposes. Uh, that Colts defense is pretty tough, so it could slow Green Bay a little bit, but I still like Green Bay in the in the long run. I think that pass rush will be too much uh, for Phillip Rivers. Um, and then, uh, like we talked about, the Chiefs and the Raiders. I, I'm excited about Chiefs and the Raiders. This is uh, the only loss the Chiefs had earlier in the year was to the Raiders. So this is going to be kind of a revenge game for Kansas City. And with the Raiders sitting at 6-3 and three as well, Dolphin fans are going to keep an eye on that game. Browns fans, Colt fans, Titan fans. That's a big game. If the Raiders can, if the Raiders can sweep the Chiefs in the regular season, Ooh. 
I mean, it's impossible not to look at them as a legitimate threat to take the AFC. Yeah, that'd be unusual. But, again, uh, maybe sometimes teams have their numbers. Uh, Joe Benzola, nice enough to call us every week. We do some fantasy football. We do some matchups, which he's always very good at. Now, what do you think about uh, somebody like the Packers? And, uh, you know, they just got past the Jaguars. But did they got enough to make a run again? I, yeah, I think so. You know, I, it's, it, it's the NFL, so you want to stay healthy and you want to hit, hit your stride heading into the playoffs. So, I mean, there's still so much season left. Every team's got seven games left to see how this is going to shake out. And, you know, at the rate Green Bay's going, though, I mean, they're winning games that they should win. Yep. And even you look at last week, the game against the Jaguars, a win is a win. I don't care if you win pretty or if you win ugly. The box score doesn't tell any details. It just says win or loss. And an ugly win is just as effective as a good win at the end of the year. And as long as you can still get a win while not playing your best ball, those are the best teams in the NFL. When you can come out flat and you still get a victory, that's a big deal. And I think Green Bay's got the talent. Offensively, they're kind of feast or famine. It's either Devontae Adams goes off or they kind of struggle. You know, I'd like to see them get Aaron Jones in the running game going a little bit. But I'll tell you what, man, Devontae Adams is as good as it gets in the league right now. Yo, yeah, and he knows it. I mean, he's just – you could double him. He just plays so well. And him and Rodgers have such a great connection. Uh, you can see it. I mean, they're just uh, – Great chemistry. Yeah, great chemistry. Know where each other are going. Know where the ball's going. And, again, the experts said, oh, the Packers win 13 last year. They can't do it again this year. Well, it looks like they're on their way, uh, which is amazing. But, yep, like you said, the big news, obviously, down here is the Miami Dolphins and what they're doing. Uh, obviously going for six in a row. Uh, with Chua in there and his uh, fourth victory in a row. And defensively, they're playing well. And no real big playmakers for the Dolphins. I mean, really, you don't. Uh, nobody and no household names, and they're doing it. So we'll see if they continue. And hopefully they do, Joe. I mean, that's what we're hoping for. And uh, No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the bottom line. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to throw unrealistic expectations on it. And I'm certainly not putting them in this category. But it's so hard for me to look at the Dolphins this year and not be eerily, you know, getting that reminiscence of the early 2000 Patriots under Tom Brady with just a smart football team. They don't make mistakes. They, have, they play good defense and strong special teams, no real stars, mm-hmm. and then an accurate quarterback who can just make plays. And obviously Tua and Brady are different styles of players. Sure. But, the, you know, the, the basic makeup of the roster – is pretty similar. Now, what I think is going to be the, the Achilles heel for the Miami Dolphins is the lack of a rushing threat. Now, Tua yes. can make plays with his feet, and that's going to cause the defense to maybe not put so many guys in the box to stop the run, but you don't have much of a threat at running back. The Jordan that's Howard true. experiment didn't work. Miles Gaskins hurt. I just, until they have a threat at the running back position, I think that offense is going to be a little bit limited in what they can do and might have some trouble closing out games. But other than that, this is this is a playoff roster. This is an offense that's making plays, and the defense is playing at a high level. And man, you you look at the cap space and the draft picks coming up, and just the Dolphins are so far ahead of schedule. I I can't imagine a Dolphins fan being anything short of ecstatic right now. No you're, doubt, you're poised to not only make a run this year, but for the future as well. Joe, always appreciate your time. I know you moved your schedule around a little bit for us yesterday, and I appreciate it. We will talk next week. Uh, we'll be live, so hopefully we can get together and uh, talk and obviously wish you a happy Thanksgiving. 
Absolutely. You guys have a great week. We'll catch you later. All right, brother. There it is, Joe and Zell with a little bit of an NFL update. We're going to take a little bit of uh, get some oranges and come back with some more uh, Greek Zone. Peace. Bet the Greek. Jesus. Ashley in the studio. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you on, NyQuil today? 940 wins. Miami sports. Follow the light. The light is your guide. Not a good week to be a turkey. I gotta tell you, not a good week to be a turkey. Speaking of turkeys, Ricardo in the house. <laughs> I'm happy you went with me as being a turkey. I didn't know if you. I was hoping you didn't use our next guest for that. I was gonna, but she's a little bit fragile. Uh, without further ado. Ashley Nicole comes in with a little bit of an NBA report and what's going on with the draft tonight and what she's hearing from her people. Ashley, how are you this afternoon? Thank you for your time. Fragile? Me? Never. <laughs> what's going on? What are you hearing with the NBA? Is it, I hope the heaters aren't going to make a crazy move. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, on the heat's forefront, nothing so much on the craziness regarding what draft pick they're going to go with. I heard a lot about Vernon It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Very junior who comes out of Duke. You know, he's a big man, and Myers Leonard is expected to leave in free agents. So that's going to fill a good spot for the Heat. They are looking to draft size. They're looking for size in general this offseason. As you can imagine, after facing the Lakers, which is a big team, you know, of course, you know, there were injuries and other things that played a part in the Heat's performance. But size is something that they know that they definitely need. And Vernon Carey is young, and he gives them that opportunity. And he also helps with depth. So that's something that you can expect um, from the Heat. I think if it's not him, it's going to be somebody else of substantial size. Um, but everybody wants to know who's going number one. That's the big, that's, you know, Vegas is betting. Yeah. People have conversations going. Who's number one? I have my ideas. I'm sure you have yours. So it, it's definitely going to be something to watch. You I mean, for me, the NBA draft doesn't really excite me this year. Uh, a couple of the guys, that just, I don't know. The kid from Georgia, I think, is really good. Uh uh, Ball's brother, I don't know. He played in Australia, I know. I don't know if he's going to be anything. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Warriors pick second. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's more, I think, a lot of hype going on, talking to Ashley and Nicole right now, about all the possible trades with these, uh, like, veterans, like Harden and, and Westbrook. Are they going to leave? Uh, what's going on with them? And I think a lot of it is just uh, craziness, the, the trade that was made with Paul going to Phoenix. What do you think of that move? I mean, it was expected. It was in talks for a couple of weeks. Um, there were rumors about him joining Devin Booker, you know, after their performance in the bubble. Um, it was clear that they needed another score to help Devin Booker out. I mean, you can't expect him to drop 50 points every single night. Why it not? is interesting, though, because you know, why not? <laughs> they went 8-0. They went 8-0 in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, but that's eight, that's eight games. You know, a basketball season this Jimmy. year is 72. So, <laughs> 
But it is interesting, though, too, because Giannis had made it clear that Chris Paul was on his list of players that he wanted to play with, and the Bucks never even engaged in conversations allegedly with Chris Paul. So it could explain that drastic move they made with Drew Holiday and all the draft picks that they gave to New Orleans to crazy. get him in Milwaukee. Yeah, terrible. crazy. That was terrible. Three first-rounders for Holiday? Sorry. Yeah. And the only Holiday I think is going to be him getting a Holiday in Milwaukee. That three first-rounders? <laughs> that was terrible. Who pulled that? Yeah, talking about a yeah, GM it, it, that's desperate and not – that's why I don't like GMs who are not thinking – we talk about me and Ricardo. I don't want a GM who's think, not thinking about my future. Bill O'Brien. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, these guys make these moves with no regard for their future. You don't let up three first-rounders. I would. I don't know if I let up three first-rounders for LeBron today. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a drastic move, and and it's one of two options. One, they made the move because they got some sort of verbal commitment from Giannis himself that he's going to stay in Milwaukee at least for this season. Or two, they haven't gotten a verbal commitment for him. They know that Miami's interested. They know that the Warriors are interested. And this was a drastic move to, look, to say, basically, look, we're doing everything we get, can to get you a team that you can compete with please don't go. So it's really one or two options, but a team doesn't make a move like that unless they have a commitment or they're really, really desperate to keep their star player. In this case, Giannis, it, it was a big move. Yeah, I think it was a foolish move. Three first rounders is crazy. You talk about mortgage in the future. Uh, to me, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's like giving up two to three Kardashians. I don't know if I would do that. To be honest <laughs> with you, maybe Courtney and uh, Kim. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just think of when I saw that. I saw, I saw two. I said okay, three. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, come on. That's yeah. that's a that's a lot to give up. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're talking to Ashley Nicole. Was with us for a long time. She's got her uh, usually her pulse on the NBA and the NFL of what's going on. Now, have you gone out yet and went and bought a Tua jersey? I have not, but I'm a big fan of two. As you know, I, I mentioned during Super Bowl week, I had met him and his family at Radio Row. They're big mm -hmm. Cowboys fans, so we bonded over that. Nice. And it was no surprise that he was coming to Miami. When I asked his mom, you know, is there any truth? Is there any possibility? She's like, we love it here. We'd love to be part of the Miami culture. We'd love to be part of the Dolphins family. And here they are. So um, it's, it's not surprising at all to me how two is performing. The Dolphins as a whole, are really, like I said, coming into their own. And I think that Tom Brady being out of that division has really kind of opened everybody's eyes to the talent that exists in that division, and we're really starting to see other teams shine. I mean, the Bills look fantastic. That game against Arizona, it came down to the wire that DeAndre Hawkins' catch was insane, the Hail Mary, but, I mean, the Bills look fantastic. And that's something that, you know, I'm happy to see because it was starting to get boring every year with the Patriots, every single year. Now it's a little bit more competitive and exciting to watch. It wasn't boring if you were betting on them. Tell you that right now. It wasn't boring. <laughs> I got to tell you, they talked about that catch uh, Hopkins made. Required, I don't know if you looked into this yet, but uh, when he jumps up, he has his hand up in the air, and he has the Michael Jordan Nike album. They said it went back to the mm -hmm. Masters years ago when uh, Tiger hit a shot, and they showed the emblem, and then the ball fell in. They said it was at least like eight to ten million dollars they've already gotten free advertising by seeing the Michael Jordan emblem on that glove that he got on, which is amazing the way they could break it down. But again, with the Buffalo, you got three guys there. How does he catch that ball? How does he catch yeah. that ball? I know what I would be doing if I was the Bills when I landed. We'd be going in the end zone for eight hours doing the same play. And you better not let one person <laughs> catch the ball. Amazing. 
I mean, Murray throws it up. Yeah. All power to him. They're calling it the what is it, uh, Murray Mary or something like that. Hail Murray. Uh, Hail Mary. I mean, whatever. But I mean, it's like, and then he catches it, which is bizarre. I mean, three guys around him. Woo. Man, imagine him at a Gucci yeah. sale in Boca. You get every size eight that you would need, and he'd be able to rock and roll. <laughs> no, it was definitely amazing, and I think it rev- like you said, it revenated so far in revenue. It's been like six million dollars or something like that. And yeah. I mean, you know, the Texans have to be kicking themselves every single day when they're watching Hopkins in Arizona. I mean, the team looks atrocious, and knowing that you traded away your one weapon that can really like be the difference maker for your quarterback. He's getting sacked left and right. I mean, the the wide receivers are getting hurt. The defense looks terrible. I mean, Bill O'Brien, his last big FU to the Houston organization was trading DeAndre Hopkins. It is a disaster over there. It is, but it's their fault. They hired him. I mean, you know, like a famous yeah. time, you know, people have said this for years. It's your dog, Charlie Brown. Walk it. They let him have the power to be a GM and a coach. No, no. I mean, nobody's checking him. Of course he screwed it up. And Hopkins is a stud. I mean, he really was. I wanted to see him down here. I would have loved to see him on the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine trading Jerry Rice in his prime for, yeah. you know, David Johnson. I mean, it's just, it was just nonsense. Bag of balls. <laughs> Ashley, uh, tell everybody how they can follow you on Twitter because you're always a good follow. you got a lot of comments with the NBA, football. You're not hard to look at. <laughs> You guys can follow me at Ash Nicole Moss on Instagram and Twitter. So I'll be tweeting a lot during this draft tonight. And who is your first pick? Who do you think tonight? So I actually am going against the grain, and I think, you know, the kid that you like from Georgia, Anthony Edwards, should go number one. I feel like compared to LaMelo, um, he's a little bit more NBA-ready right now. I think he'd be a better fit in Minnesota if they do not trade that number one pick. I think LaMelo would be better served on a team like Chicago or New York or Charlotte, a team that's either going to not be in the playoffs or a very bottom seed in the playoffs because it gives them time to develop him. It's not so much pressure. You know that they're not going to come out of the East or they're coming out of the West. You're going to be able to go ahead and kind of mold him how you want. I think Minnesota, they actually want to try to compete in the West, and I think if that is something that's on your criteria – Ball is not your guy. you got to go with Edwards. And also, Ball has a lot of things he has to work on. He's not really committed to defense. His shooting percentage from the three-point line is like 29%. I mean, he has to put on some weight. He's just not as ready as Edwards. And I think if you're in the West especially, you got to be ready. That's a much more competitive conference than the East, and there's really a very small window of being able to develop players. So would you feel uncomfortable, though, with Edwards, though? He said that he doesn't love basketball. He doesn't like watching basketball. He thinks he can rap, which I just heard his bars. He can't. <laughs> I mean, so what do you think about this? I mean, I, I would be concerned if I'm a GM. I mean, you know, I wouldn't. I take it with a grain of salt. I know he came at Dame Willard and said, I'm a better rapper than him, blah, 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 blah. I mean, he's like, what, 19, 20 years old. People say stupid things when they're that young. I don't, I don't, I would take it with a grain of salt. I mean, Lonzo tries to be a rapper, too. He's not the first basketball player to try to be a rapper. Shaq did it at one point. Um, I think, you know, he'll grow out of that. That's kind of like that, you know, chip-on-your-shoulder mentality. He did come from, you know, the SEC, the conference, where it's not really under the big spotlight like some of the other programs are, so he probably has that chip on his shoulder. He'll snap out of that quick in Minnesota because there's no spotlight (laughs) there. There's no... And it's cold. I mean, there's you're not going to be under that New York spotlight or that L.A. spotlight. It will humble you very, very quickly 
And I, I mean, I would take that with a grain of salt. I think it's just ridiculous. He said it, but I mean, it is what it is, really. And let's talk about your Dallas Cowboys, Ashley Nicole. Oh God, thirty-one. Not about their record, but Jerry letting in thirty-one thousand. Thirty-one thousand. Yeah. He says he's going to be letting more in, and COVID is brutal right now in Texas, one of the worst states. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's sad. I think it's irresponsible. I think, you know, it just adds to the ever-growing list of things that people say about Jerry Jones. I mean, there was a video out a couple days ago. I think it was on um, ABC News. I mean, there was a wait line of like three hours in Dallas for people waiting to get food. I mean, for a food bank. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just that is so at the bottom of the things that should be concerned about when it comes to the city of Dallas. I mean, there's so many other things that you could be doing to help that city, the city that has defended and loved the Cowboys since the very beginning. The fact that he is just trying to make money. And then it's like you're trying to fill a stadium little by little. Not only are you running the risk of spreading the disease because those people every people in the arena are not following right. um, the stadium rather are not following the criteria the way they should be. I mean, they pan to the audience. People have masks off. Oh, Nobody's yeah. really. Wear- I mean, it's not how it should be. But on top of that, you're really just kind of milking people for their money because the Cowboys suck. They're not yep. winning. Like <laughs> you keep trying to fill a stadium with people for a team that is not winning. It's just greedy. It is just greedy. He is just the most greedy. He might be the greediest owner in the history of the NFL. He just might be. Never know. Ashley Nicole joins us every week to talk a little bit about the NBA, what's going on. She has a lot of connections with a lot of the players. She also gives us her insight to the NFL, what she thinks is happening. She's a good follow. She definitely is. always has a lot of good, compelling stuff. And Ashley's not afraid to go toe-to-toe with everybody. She'll rock and roll. Uh, her one weakness is betting on her team, and since she's got over that, she seems like she's got her game down. Uh, I think it was two or three times we took her down last year with the Cowboys. And, uh, again, you're betting with your heart you're going to lose. Uh, Greek 101, never love anybody more than you love yourself because you will never let you down. Never more evident than in 2020. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Ashley, we love you. We appreciate the call, and we'll count on you next week to do a little turkey talk. Uh, are you cooking next week or what? I'll help my mom in the kitchen. My dad does the turkey. My mom, you know, is the real sh- wizard in the kitchen. But, you know, I'll, I'll assist where I can. I'm usually on the couch watching football. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right, good. Sounds good. What time should we be over there for this thing? You got stuffing? You got some um, sweet potatoes? <laughs> three, you guys can come over at 345, but make sure you wear your mask just in time for the Cowboys game. <laughs> we'll bring the mask and we'll bring the liquor. We got it. We'll talk to you next week and have a great afternoon. Thanks for your time. Of course. Love you, Ashley. Ashley and Nicole, always good. You guys, we're going to break, and we'll be back. Okay. Okay, who do we got? We got a Special K. Yeah, we got a couple of minutes that we need to break. Special K, how you doing, man? Oh, uh, you can go on breaks and, can, you know, just leave me in the back burner. It's all right. <laughs> no, sorry. I, you know, I got a producer who really doesn't work hard. So, you know, for him to send a text, it's a little bit of an effort. How are you, Special K? You're one of the people that I uh, get excited to talk to in a, in, a, in a terrible day for me. How you doing, my friend? Oh, uh, you're you're just on that streak then. Yeah, it keeps going. You're on that plane, huh? <laughs> choo choo. What's up? Listen, uh, I I kind of think Phoenix in the Chris Paul move got Chris Paul to stabilize the youngins, not to put up points. Okay, I think you know DeAndre Ayton 
might take a step to the next level where he averaged 18 and 11. He needs to get to 25 and maybe 12 or 13. Um, you also have uh, Cameron Payne, who's been improving. Dario Saric, who's been improving. These guys are scorers. Okay, Mikel Bridges and obviously Devin Booker. Paul, 35, 36 years old, is not going to put up tremendous amount of points. He'll probably be a stabilizing influence on on that especially young group of Phoenix Suns. Um, as for the number one selection tonight, don't Ooh, be surprised, James Weissman. James Wiseman from Memphis? Out of Memphis, the seven-footer, I'm hearing, will go to the T-Wolves. Ricardo, right. who do you got That's tonight? Going I, hear. I had ball, but, I mean, hey, I just never know. I mean, it could be anybody. Mike Luby. And also, <laughs> I'm hearing that the Knicks are trying to move up to the number five position. That's what I'm hearing. They already made a trade to get to what, 23? I think they're trying to move up to the fifth spot in the draft. Also, from what I'm hearing, uh, uh, Teresa Weatherspoon just got promoted to uh, to bench coach for the New Orleans Pelicans, who also added Ben No Udre and Corey Brewer to their staff, along nice. with my guy, Rex Walters. So they have a nice five there. They could put five on the floor, and if they, you know, shorthanded at practice, they'll have five NBA players and a WNBA player. Also guys that have coached at different levels uh, as a head coach and as an assistant, whether in the NBA. So Stan Van Gundy has put together a nice little staff to help that uh, Nick Van Exel uh, comparison, Zion Williamson, take it to the next level. Yep. I mean, again, it takes time for these guys to put it together. New Orleans, I think, has a very promising future with a lot of young guys, obviously. And you got Zion there. So it's going to be a tough situation for them. Uh, it's going to take, you know, they're out in the West, so you know it's hard to climb that ladder. A lot of good teams out in the West. But Van Gundy is a very good coach. Yeah, he's done a good job. I mean, he's not, I think he's a better coach than he is a general manager. But, um, you know, I think we lost special guy. Uh, maybe we'll call back. It is the Greek zone, 866-801-0940. Had special K. Uh, he probably had a flip phone, and he ended up losing a little juice. Uh, he'll probably call back. You guys are always welcome to get involved. we got Drew Martin calling us. Today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, 4 o'clock from Viva Las Vegas. I know Ricardo's got a big uh, interview he's going to be playing later, too. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Got All right, that's right. It's going to be the new Marlins um, GM. Um, it's going to be Kim Ang. Uh, she's the first female, um, the highest female executive um, in any position in baseball. She was an intern for the Yankees. Knew Derek Jeter was a young guy. So uh, 
Yeah, it's exciting. We're going to have her on. She was on an interview earlier with uh, Paul Castronovo on the Paul Castronovo show um, in the morning, and uh, we're going to replay that interview here. That's interesting. Uh, I like Big Paul. He's a good guy. Yeah. It is the Greek, and it is Ricardo, 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. Uh, get involved. You want to talk a little NBA? No problem. we got the draft tonight. We'll take it. You want to talk some NFL, some college, whatever you got. You got the Gators this week playing at 12 o'clock, pregames at 9. You can hear that on 940 Wins. We'll be back. Peace. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. 866-801-0940. That's the number to get involved. And it looks like we got Special K back on the line. Greek. Yes, sir. What, does Eric have the dismiss bus button in his house? I mean, because maybe I was too boring today. No, I why? Mean, <laughs> did he, did he give, give me the gong on the gong? No, no, I nobody gave you anything. Me. We thought we lost you. Ricardo <laughs> said he lost you. Maybe he might be calling back. I figured I was boring Eric again, and he just, just hit the, the gong button, man. No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> anyway, um... So what was I saying? I was saying that, you know, Gundy, I think, is a better coach than he is a general manager. And uh, I think he has a good spot where he landed in, in New Orleans with a good group of young players. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll see what happens. Like you were saying, it's very tough being in the West. Yep. But uh, with the new format of 7, 8, 9, 10 as a play-in, you know what? They might They might cause trouble in a short series. Who knows? No, you never know. I mean, you got to take it one day at a time, but they got a good nucleus and they're building on it, like you said. Uh, that's what it's about. And they got good coaches, so they got everything they need. They just got to develop. Exactly. And there's so much young talent out there right now. It's, it's, it's crazy because, um, you know, I saw uh, Carrie's son, uh, Vernon Carey Jr., play with Duke uh, in the Garden last year. And he was, he was the only one worth a crap on Duke, okay? Mm-hmm. Very good player. I'm sure he'll get stronger. Uh, he blocked a lot of shots. He's got some range. Uh, very good player. But, you know, once again, one and done. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I was discussing at lunch today with a couple of basketball guys, and we were saying, like, how many games did you watch Bennett play for Georgia? How many games did you watch Mello play? Yep. I mean, come on. This is, this is crazy that, you know, you're, you're, you're drafting guys. I mean, look, the, from what I hear, the Israeli kid is terrific. But have you seen him play? I haven't. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah, and there's a lot of hype involved in the draft. We know that all the time. So you never know what who's good and who's not. You a lot of times you're looking at ability and stuff like that. And some of these kids that make that transition to the big lights, and some of the kids can't. It's bottom line in all sports. Listen, I, I listen. Some of these kids have no no business coming out. None. I mean, I I, I can go back to Torian Green, a kid I know, a kid that I watched grow up, who I, I, I was very very tight with his father. Okay, Tory was the, the point guard on the you know, two-time uh, championship team out of, out of Florida, okay? And all those guys came out. Torrey was a junior. He decided to come out. He should have stayed in school, got his 25 points a game a, as a senior, and would have landed most likely in a better spot 
that when he was drafted late in the draft to the Portland Trailblazers, who had seven guards, seven guards on the roster, where are you going? I watched this kid play in high school. Okay, I walked out of a gym one night, and I said there's no way that Sebastian Telefair is is (laughs) better than Florian Green. (laughs) No, I'm serious, because that was the same time. I mean, I watched Torrey put up 55 in a packed gym in Delray Beach uh, against a top team in the state of Florida, and I just, unbelievable. And yet, the kid, you know, didn't pan out the pros. Unfortunately, he got his mother's height, not Sid's height, and uh, he ended up playing in Greek, for uh, Greek, your your country for a long time, Greek. Tigani, Skala. So, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, um, you never know. Like I said, the draft is a crapshoot. Yep. You know, sometimes guys, you know, mid to low first round uh, pan out and become stars, and some come superstars. So you never know. But, hey, we'll see what happens tonight. That's all we can do, Special K. We always appreciate you jumping in. Uh, you're an asset to this show every time. So thank you so much, and make sure we talk over the weekend. Yeah, listen, man, I know Tony wouldn't have gone me. <laughs> You're so funny. You're you're still good. You're not getting good. Eight six six eight zero one zero nine forty. That's the number to call. Who do we got, Ricardo? We got the Gonger, Eric. How you doing, man? Here he is, the Gonger. What's going on, gentlemen? I'm sorry, I had to call him because Rick, brother, you cannot say that Kim broke into the league as an intern with the New York Yankees when she broke into the league. In 1991 with the Chicago White Sox, brother. She's from Chicago. What's up with you, bro? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought that's what I heard, that she had interned with the uh, with the Yankees and also in the front office of the uh, MLB. I'm she sorry. Was, I didn't read uh, her, bio- her autobiography. Right. <laughs> she was the right-hand woman of Brian Cashman with the Yankees. No, no. Do not disrespect her and say she was an intern with the Yankees. She was the right-hand woman for Brian Cashman. And three championships, three shifts to the New York Yankees. Okay, that's great. That's Please. awesome. I stand corrected. My don't bad. do that. I don't want to start off like this, bro. I don't want to start off like this. I don't. Want no to problem. Like it's all good. If we make mistakes, you guys that's, can tell us. That's, uh, that's you know what? We don't get offended. Huh? We don't get offended. We're fine. You know how many times people correct me on both shows every day? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> all the mistakes I make. So, Eric, what is going on, my friend? What are you thinking about this uh, this weekend in the NFL? Are you gonna? Is Adam Gase gonna get fired or no? I'm thinking I don't, I'm thinking I don't want Joe Flacco to play any more football. <laughs> he's gonna win us a game. That's what I'm thinking, and so that's all I'm thinking about. Who do you just got this know, weekend? My, uh, the Chargers. Oh, I mean, they can win that game, but they can lose it too. Chargers, I think. Uh, I don't know. I Joe, probably Justin think the Chargers just shaved his. Head. Justin Herbert just shaved his head off, so I don't know how serious he is. Worst haircut I've so, ever seen uh, in my life. Ricardo was talking about it. I haven't seen it yet. You could Google it up, just like Ricardo could have Googled up Kim's uh, <laughs> resume, but you, I regress. What's her last name? I'm sorry? What's what's uh, Kim's last name, Kim? Eric? I'm on, I'm on a first-name basis with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. And it's Kim? Ang. It's Ang. No, no, no. I spoke to her. We're on a first name based Kim. <laughs> okay? You could call her whatever you feel like, but I speak to Kim. You call her K dot, Kim, K dot, whatever my whatever helps you. 
You're excited, though. That's a good thing about this Marlins move. I can't say it on the radio. Exactly right. I said, are you excited about this move? You were. I'm super excited about the move. Cool. Um, I, I can't wait for the virtual uh, winter meetings that are coming up, and I believe in a week uh, after Thanksgiving, you know. And so, or right before Thanksgiving, I think maybe Friday, they might be the meeting, meeting start virtually, to be honest with you. And so we might see some movements. This is where the, the trades start beginning. This is where, you know, people uh, start talking. And so and start the discussions uh, for the rest of the winter uh, uh, for, for baseball. And I'm very excited. It's, it's going to start soon. And Kim is going to get stuff done. And uh, with Derek on the side and with Gary Dembo and all the top guys up there that, that make our decision makers. And well, I hope that uh, things turn around and I hope everything turns around with COVID. And I hope we're doing our show live from Marlins Stadium opening day. And Eric, you're joining us with me, you and Ricardo. That's what I'm hoping for in April. Hopefully well, it happens. I, I hope to see the Tampa Bay uh, Rays as well, April 1st. At 4:15 with you guys, I wish I, I could be there. You know what I mean? The, let's see what happens. We got uh, 95% success rate on some vaccines that are coming out. I think there's like three or four of them. So uh, looks like uh, we could have uh, get out of this by maybe February. But remember, we had to distribute this to all these millions and millions of people. Yeah. And logistically, that doesn't happen overnight. No. Especially when you're talking about temperature gauge vaccines but this is a sports show i regress i will not get into it here with you all right we appreciate that brother um, what's <laughs> up with vegas are they coming back no vegas is in trouble vegas is in a lot of trouble and yeah. a lot of my friends are leaving as we speak uh they just don't think they'll be able to bounce back and it's a shame one of the greatest cities in this country and uh, obviously with covid and people not being able to travel and everything being closed and no more conventions it's going to be tough uh, it's going to be a really tough time yeah, for Vegas. I've got my friends, I've, I've got my friends to take leaving too. They're going to California. Yep. And I told them be very, be very wary of California as well. Be very careful. I know it's a short move, but hopefully it works out for everybody. I, it's really disheartening seeing what's happening to our country yeah. and what's happening to our favorite destinations within our country. Yeah. And uh, especially Vegas. And all that money that that left uh, that's left Vegas has has made its way into New Jersey, and New Jersey has made since the Corona has started eight hundred and nine big ones. I'm talking about a lot of money. Uh, Tennessee first week ever online betting only. They took in twenty seven million in Tennessee. Twenty seven million online. Are you kidding me? People don't like the bet. Oof. Forget it. it. People love to bet. People are ditching the bookies. It's the, the best way to get to, to do this is the legal way, the proper yeah. way. Yeah. And I, 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 I truly can't I truly can't wait till it comes to the great state of Florida. I hope. Because, you know, last year I took, a tri- I took a trip to New Jersey, and, and I took that parlay, and we made money. Well, I know. One? We made money together. Well, I know. We did. I hope one day we get it. I said, hold on a I said, I still have it in my notes on my phone, the three games that I won. I can't tell you the top of my head. Like yeah, I but I remember I remember giving it to you. You hit. It was good. Eric, we're against a break, brother, so we're going we're gonna to dip. But make sure you call us uh, next week before Thanksgiving, and we keep in touch. We'll do, brother. Be good, Ricardo. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Eric. <laughs> Love you, brother. It is the Greek Zone. We got our buddy Drew Martin calling us from Vegas in a few minutes. Peace.
That is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. 940 wins. Appreciate you guys listening. Hope you wake up with Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby. That's how I start my day every day. Love those guys. They do a great job. And uh, check them out. And uh, without further ado, we got my boy calling from Viva Las Vegas, Drew Martin. Drew, what's up, buddy? Greek, como estad? You and uh, Ricardo there in South Florida. Yeah, just uh, enjoying great weather here in Las Vegas and, uh, you know, ready for some uh, football action. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, I want to wish a happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure we'll talk next week on Wednesday. Uh, but happy gobble gobble. Saw your uh, little video in front of the Raiders Stadium. How cool is that stadium? <laughs> how cool. Ricardo working today. I'm surprised. Uh, how cool is that stadium? <laughs> Uh, man, from the outside, it looks pretty awesome. You know, it cost, uh, I guess, what, the casinos, the taxpayer, I'm not really sure who paid for it, $2 billion. But uh, oh. from the outside, it, lo- it looks great. Uh, there's not a lot of parking. I'm not sure what they're going to do once fans are allowed to go. But um, it-, it looks awesome from the outside, to answer your question, Greek. Unfortunately, no fans no fans allowed for Raiders games. So yeah, they uh, said I haven't that. been able to go inside. So you've been just walking around the parking lot. And uh, how about the Raiders gear? Is that all over Vegas, Drew? Oh, yeah. Here, I'm, I'm kind of like an adopted Raiders fan. Still love the Dolphins. Uh, you know how it is as a sports better. Yeah. My, my favorite team's the team I'm betting on. But, uh, you yeah, know man, uh, there's a lot of Raiders, a lot of black, a lot of silver. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Raiders here. Plus the fact, you know, in the sports books, when you're watching games on Sundays, there's definitely a little bit more roar for, for the Raiders, and, and it makes sense. Even though it's their first year here, people are starting to adapt to it. So, uh, you know, there might be a little discrepancy in the Vegas lines, meaning there might be a little tax if you're looking to pay, you know, play on the Raiders here in Las Vegas. But, yeah, a lot of, lot of, Vegas, a lot of Vegas Raiders fans here. Yeah, Tennessee, I'm sure you saw first uh, month to have sports betting. They bring in $27 million. That is unbelievable. Did you see that? Yeah, it's crazy, man, and, and, and that's going to happen with each state. You know, I couldn't imagine if Florida went, there'd be a whole lot of. Uh, it just seems like there's a good gambling mentality, especially there in South Florida. So, uh, yeah, with each passing state, it's crazy. And people talk about, you know, what's the gambling capital of the world? Well, it's going to be, you know, in terms of revenue produced, where the most people that bet the most money are. So it's not going to be, you know, too big of a surprise if a if a state like Florida. Who's yeah. legal? That's likely going to be number one until you know Texas or California does. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of follow the money, Greek. Uh, Drew Martin, our buddy, sportsmemo.com, and also uh, he's he has other couple of things he's going to give us before the interview. How you can follow him. So how were you hitting him last week? How was the NFL and college? Because I know college, you were excited because there was a lot of games all week. Oh, it's great. I mean, you know, 2020 is, is the best year I've had in terms of ROI, return on investment, um, since I've been doing this, Greek. You know, there's so much change going on, which makes it very difficult on the odds makers, where if you have the time to do this, which, you know, this is my straight job. So I spend all, almost all of my time either talking to you or researching games and sure. uh, putting my numbers together. So um, it, it's been a great 2020, not only in baseball, college football, the NFL. It's, it, it's going very well. And plus the fact we get games each and every night. Like tonight, we got three matching games. Uh, you know, I'm in action on those. Uh, last night was good as well. So 2020 has been very good. Greek. Now, uh, have you been over? Now, do you bet online or, I mean, on your phone? Or are you actually going to the casino or once a week or twice a week? Are you in this on the strip a lot or not really? 
Um, sometimes I do, you know, just to kind of get out of the house, go, go, go out and, and see the town and I'll put some bets in, but, um, mostly I'm doing it from my apps mm-hmm. on my phone. So I got like, you know, bet MGM, Circa, Westgate, the South point, they all have their different apps. It's kind of like, you know, a lot of people would know sure. as offshore apps, but they're mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas and they're legal. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, that's normally how I get down. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, who's, who's, who are you looking at this week that uh, you can tell the listeners in South Florida, somebody you're leaning toward this week if you got a couple games? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, in tonight's action, we got Northern Illinois catching more than two touchdowns. You can get 14 in the hook on Northern Illinois versus Ball State. Anytime we get kind of the better offensive and defensive lines plus two touchdowns, I'm always interested in that, and that's the recipe for tonight in action on Northern Illinois, plus the fact they have the better defense. Now, they are a young team, but uh, still the two touchdowns plus 14 in the hook. I, I like Northern Illinois. And also another action game here, Central Michigan plus one. Actually, it's now moved to about Pickham here against Western Michigan in the battle of the directional Michigan schools. I like Central Michigan, CMU. Um, the quarterback, uh, Richardson, actually two years removed from Miami Central High School, uh, Dade County's all-time leading passing record holder. He's, he's only 5'10", though, so he finds himself throwing passes in the Mac, but still, that doesn't stop me. I like his athleticism at the quarterback position, and Central Michigan has the way better defense at home at a pick price here. I like the Chippewas from Central Michigan tonight as well, Greek. Ooh, there's two. You got one more? You got one more? I know you got one more. NFL, college, what do you got? Sure, I got a couple. I, 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 I'm I, in action in a bunch of them, actually. Um, I know you are. Um, catch. Yeah, New Mexico versus Air Force, Friday Night Lights. Uh, the Lobos catching seven. I like the underdog here. I bet them both plus seven and money line, so you can get a lot of money back if they do win it outright. But uh, their head coach, Rocky Long, he used to be the head coach at San Diego State. Now, excuse me, he's the defensive coordinator for the New Mexico Lobos. And he went uh, 8-0 in his time at San Diego State against the Air Force option. So he's a coach that knows how to coach against the option. Plus the fact that New Mexico Lobos team in the Bob Davey era, the last eight years have been a terrible team, a terrible bet. But for whatever reason, these kids have stopped the option in the past, going uh, seven and one the last eight years against the spread facing Air Force. So that combination of the coaches' resume and these players on the team's resume stopping the Air Force option, I think that's a great combination to bet on. So I like the New Mexico Lobos plus seven. And we also got a kind of degenerate special here for you, Greek. UMass at FAU on Friday night as well. FAU minus 32 and a half at home, 50 and a half being the total. This one in Boca Raton. And if you don't know UMass, they're they're, they're the worst team in college football. So it's kind of always tough to bet on them. Plus the fact FAU, um, a change at the quarterback position. Uh, Willie Taggart made the change to go from Nick Tronti to uh, the quarterback's name is Posey. He's running around a bunch, had over 180 rush yards. 
So if you have to get involved in the FAU UMass game degenerate special, I would actually look to lay the 32 points with the Owls. Woo. That's some heavy wood. How about the Dolphins? They keep covering every week, Drew, huh? Paying the rent five in a row. Mingita, huh? Oh, my gosh. In the NFL, absolutely. You know, the trend is your friend. If the Miami Dolphins are covering, keep betting them. And now you're only having to lay a field flat here against Denver. Now, keep in mind, we are going from sea level to a mile high because the game is in Denver. So that's always something I, I worry about a little bit. But that defense, man. The Dolphins' defense is like the defenses of old, man. They could, they, they could play some football. Plus, uh, you know, Denver, they struggled, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah, he's Lock out again. looked terrible against the Raiders. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it's always kind of tough there, backup playing against a really good defense. It would be uh, the Dolphins are pass from there. Drew Martin, always good talking to you, catching up. Uh, I know the holidays are coming. I, you're on everybody's wish list. Uh, tell everybody how they can follow you, podcast, check them out. I know you do a lot of that. And also on Twitter and uh, your website. What's it all about, baby? Yeah, yeah, sure. The best way to probably reach me is uh, on Twitter, Instagram, at Drew Martin Betts. It's just my name with the word Betts at the end, B-E-T-S, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we do a daily podcast talking to every game on the board in college football and the NFL at Sports Memo. Dot com and also doing YouTube uh, best bets. Just uh, if you search my name, Drew Martin, Drew Martin bets, uh, you'll find it as well. Doing uh, best bets for the week in college football, NFL, and uh, do a do a every game rundown in the SEC as well on YouTube. So uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Dude. All right, Drew, we appreciate it, brother. Stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble, and uh, throw my name in one of these videos for Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble, baby. Hey, we'll do Greek, and uh, yeah, I'll see you over Christmas, buddy. Let's get together for a cigar at uh, Monte Cristo or something. Oh, yeah, you got it. Pencil me in. Pencil me in, my friend. You know it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Be safe. There it is. Drew Martin, man, gave you a lot of picks, a lot of off-the-cuff stuff, but uh, the kid's good. He does his homework. Uh, Ricardo's in the studio, 866-801, another guy who uh, does his homework every day and comes to play. Ricardo, I want to thank you today for your efforts, by the way. Thank you, Greek. Uh, I want to thank you as well. You are the best host in on 940 wins between the hours of 3 and 5. Nice. Good thing you've cleaned that up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be bopping around. <laughs> I can feel you are going. Like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Uh, you're the best. Uh, I love you. Uh, I got a crazy afternoon. I got uh, two appointments with two palm readers. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> see how that goes. If you don't get one, you go right next to each other. Their stories are right next to each other. Uh, you go to one, you don't like your future. You go to another one, you get your other future. That's the way it is. It is the Greek Zone, 866-801-0940. That's the number to call to get involved. You want to talk NBA? NBA draft tonight, baby. Who's going number one? I'm going to say the kid from Memphis. Uh, that's where I think he goes. I think the kid from Memphis, I think Special K was right. Good show today. A lot of interaction. Ashley called us up. Joe Manzola. We had Drew Martin. Great input from uh, Special K. Want to thank him and Eric, our boy. And, of course, Ricardo. We had a lot going on. Uh, got a good interview we're going to be playing for you in a couple minutes that Ricardo put together with the new uh, GM of the Miami Marlins. Is that correct, Ricardo? That's right. Her name is King Ang, and don't call her an intern for the Yankees. That's right. We learned that the hard way. That's why we like this audience. Correct us if we're wrong. We make mistakes. Yep. My parents made a mistake a long time ago. <laughs> it happened. What are you going to do? Greek came into society, and the world was never the same. It is the Greek. We'll be back. Peace.
How exciting is this, eight o'clockers? How exciting is this, eight o'clockers? Uh, eight oh seven. This is the Paul Castronovo show with Heather and Mike. Uh, the Marlins have had a, a really remarkable few weeks as uh, they end up uh, in the playoffs for the first time in a million years, and then Don Mattingly gets manager of the year, deservedly so. And then this week uh, they break ground. Really amazing uh, story with the Major League hiring of Major League Baseball's first female general manager in Kim Ang, who now joins us on the show. And I say, uh, Kim, slow week for you, huh? Absolutely. It's uh, it's been a whirlwind. I uh, I'm still trying to answer text messages and emails from 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 friends and and uh, agents and players, and so it, it's been uh, crazy. So cool. I mean, I think I saw you on the Today Show. Isn't it funny how you can one day in 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 the world of social media and and uh, you know being famous in minutes, uh, you can go from who to everybody wants to talk to you in minutes. Minutes. It's been amazing. It's it's you know my family is just befuddled by all of this. As am I. <laughs> I just want to say that in the in the thirty year history of this show. I don't believe anyone has ever used the expression befuddled, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and register that. <laughs> a first. I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you. You know, I, you know, yes, it may have come overnight, but certainly uh, you've had a storied career behind the scenes that we just didn't know about it. I mean, at, at, at 29, you're assistant GM of the Yanks, and you're, you're the youngest person to ever hold that title. You negotiated Jeter's big, fat contract, so you've done quite a bit. Um, so lo- let's go. Let's talk about the Marlins for a second, who have been, and I want you to know that I have, I was a season ticket holder for the first seven years, but like many fans of the Marlins, it it got tough. I mean, the rug was yanked out from under us many, many times. Um, You know, uh, generations of my my son and his buddies didn't grow up Marlin fans because it just was not the thing to do. So you have a big job in how do you build that trust back with old fans and then creating new fans yeah no absolutely well i think this year was a great you know great step towards that um i think marlins fans got to see uh what this team is made of resiliency grit determination i mean you know the first week or two of the season really started out uh in a tough way you know with obviously a lot of the players coming down with covid um and you know, the, this team made so many roster moves really to just try and, you know, keep their heads above water. But then once they got through it, you know, to watch them just churn away and game after game, night after night, and just turn it on, you know, and especially, you know, towards the latter two weeks of the season where they had, you know, just so many double headers. Um, an incredible tribute to them, you know, to, to the players and to the staff for keeping up that hope. So I hope what, what Marlins fans see. Uh, is you know just a team that just grinds it out you know and you know they were grinding it out every day for you know sixty some odd days this year so hopefully that's what the fancy hopefully the fancy you know the team that got past the first round um, and was one of the you know last four teams in the National League that were standing I hope that's what the fancy um, and so you know we we've I think the Marlins have entered a new uh, era. So, um, yeah, we're real excited here. I can tell you that. I got to tell you, Kim, 
May I call you Kim or Miss Ann? Uh, absolutely. I hope that's what right, you're calling because cool. anything right, else, cool. I might get nervous. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be respectful here. You're gonna. You're gonna lofty position with a baseball squad. Uh, I will tell you that, and Heather and Mike on my show will attest to this that. I was wavering last year, and Heather being a lifelong Red Sox fan, she couldn't take it. But a couple of my really close friends worked me pretty hard to start rooting for the Yankees uh, last year, just to, and this is pre-COVID, to have something to root for. Um, and I know that you're a lifelong, at least you were a Yankees fan, grew up one. Um, uh, I resisted. Did I resist, Heather? No, you didn't. You you <laughs> literally got your own Yankees uniform for yes. Halloween. Are you kidding me? That is true. Okay, but I, it was a Halloween costume. And, yes, I do resemble Babe Ruth at maybe his heaviest. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, listen, I'm a, a Marlins fan. For, listen, it's more fun to live here and have a winning team and being able to call my out my Yankee fan and Met fan friends. So uh, it's not going to be a problem with you being a, a Yankee fan? Not at all. Not at all. Look at, look at who my boss is. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this whole thing is a big conspiracy to get back at the Marlins for 2003, isn't it? You and Jeter, uh, the whole thing. Not, not at all. Not That's at hilarious. All. Um, yeah, I have you to, know what? Listen. I have to ask, how many times have you interviewed for a GM position and not ended up with the job? Because I remember a story from a couple years ago where you were interviewing for the Giants. Yep. You know what? It's really too many to – I've lost count. But I, I think all that matters is this one. This one is in the books. So just so happy oh, to no. be here in my in my. No, area. no, no, Kim. You need no, to have some have good, you. good. You need to have some good old fashioned bitterness, like I would, um, and hold major <laughs> animosity. Have some animosity towards those six other. It's six, by the way, other major oh. league baseball teams that did not hire you. And I want you to beat. All you want to do is beat them. Um, Mike has an interesting question, not baseball related, that I can't believe if this is true. It's amazing. Yeah, I noticed Mike. that your your husband Tony is the co owner of a winery in Oregon. He is. It's called Silas Wines. It's called Silas Wines. And there's actually, here's a little bit of trivia. There's actually a wine that they named after me, uh, a white wine called Enna Hay. And Enna Hay means NG in Spanish, which is my last name, Ah. obviously. So it's, uh, yeah, now he he owns the company um, with some partners, uh, and they have a good time with it. We all have a good time with it. So your husband... I got my own little wine too. It's a yeah. Castronovo Vineyards Montepulciano d'Abruzzo. I will share a bottle of mine with you someday oh. when we're, when hu- when when human beings are allowed to see each other face to face. Which is my next question. You think Marlin fans are going to be able to get to go to get to the game next year? You know, I think. Listen, I think we're real. We are very hopeful. Um, you know, there's a, it sounds like there's some really uh, good news coming out about vaccines, yeah. so we're really hopeful that that happens. Paul, are you and I going to make our first trade? Your wine for my wine? Oh, I love oh, yes. This is 100% absolutely true. I will get some kind of an address through your people, and I will send over a couple of our bottles, and I'd like a t- yeah. an honest tasting, um, and, then, okay. and, and vice versa. <laughs> I will get my information to you, yes. and then you and I will virtually do a test. Uh, we'll Zoom together, and maybe we'll do it on the air. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh man, I love I'm, it. Well, I'm, I'm so happy to be back in the in the good graces and being a Marlin fan again. It feels good. I have my wife get the Babe Ruth jersey out and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> get it out. 
Well, well, and Kim, can I ask you one more thing? Going back to the interviews, I was thinking, I've only interviewed for stupid producing jobs here and there, and, and you know, it's nothing. But what is it like to interview for a position like that? Are you in like a giant boardroom? Are you going out to dinner? Like, and you've been through a million of these. So what, what's that experience like? Um, you know, the prep work just takes so long. You know, you have to prepare. You have to know the organization in and out. You have to know what their trends are, you know, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. You have to look at their division. So there's a lot of prep work. Um, and then, you know, it really depends on um, who, you know, who interviewed me. Sometimes I was in a boardroom. Sometimes, you know, if I made it to the second round, I was out to dinner. Um, sometimes I talked to the, you know, the, the VP of communications. Um, yeah, they, they would put different people in front of me for, for others to get a feel for who I was. So they were all over the board. Um, but, you know, you take away a little wow. bit from each of them and you just keep, keep, keep going on, keep, keep on. Do you know how I prepped for my interview with you? <laughs> How's <laughs> Honest that? Honest to God, I I watched I watched the movie Major League yesterday, oh, and um, and uh, and I thought you know this will give me a little insight to baseball. Is that your favorite baseball movie? You know, it's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites for sure. I like League I of the Room better actually. That one. <laughs> oh, Moneyball. Yeah. There's, there's, there's right. too many good ones to pick. My favorite. Well, we'll maybe share our wines over a, a baseball movie. Uh, let's just cross our fingers that we have some time. We can all be together again soon. Um, it is an honor and a treat, and uh, we welcome you to South Florida. Uh, the Miami Marlins' new general manager and the first in the history, female in the history of Major League Baseball, Kim Ang. Maybe, maybe there'll be another half a dozen in the next 10 years. A big round of applause. Thank you, Kim. I'm sending you that wine immediately. All right. Let's do it, Paul. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Take okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.